Hey, hey, hey. Guess what time it is? It's time for the Daddy Dilemmas podcast. Show number 221. Not to be confused with that old sitcom in the 70s, 222. You probably never saw it. It's it's uh before my time. Before my time. It was like a spin-off of the Jeffersons, I think, or something like that. It was called 222. Something like that. That was their apartment number. Hmm. So I, I don't remember the exact name. Anyway, this is a podcast where my partner here and I, and I, I mean partner by podcast partner, not life partner. We uh, um, love us. We talk about our kids. <laughs> we talk about our wives. We talk about our bad feet. We well, talk speak about for yourself. My feet are great. We talk about shaving, whatever it is. Whatever it is to be a dad, we talk about it. I don't shave. shave. (laughs) Huge beard. I only shave my underarms. (laughs) So I'm Chris. I've got two little lovely teenage daughters, 12 and 14. They're both adopted, by the way, um, out of foster care. So that's fun. And I'm here with my co-hosts, the Bart to my homer, Don. (laughs) <laughs> don't uh yeah i'm don i'm here on the podcast as well sometimes i wonder how i got roped into it but then i see chris this beautiful smiling face and i go oh yeah here we go uh but i am don i'm the other host of our show and uh, i have two boys um i thought i was gonna have girls i don't know if i ever told you that story chris i just i always thought i was like a, a daughter dad for some reason but guess not having a bunch of dudes um yeah. But they are seven years old and 12 years old. And uh, they can be exhausting at times. Poor Jen with all that testosterone in the house. Oh, my God. Definitely a lot of uh, toilet seats up. A lot of up toilet seats at our house here. Can you imagine when they get like, you know, like um, one's 17 and the other one would be what, 11? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, 11 and 17, there's going to be a lot of testosterone in that house. (laughs) A lot of pee on the toilet seat. We are working on that. That is actually a real problem in our house. Um, And as my wife likes to point out to them, she goes, before you boys came along, there was never pee on the toilet seat ever. And now that you boys are here, I'm finding pee on the toilet seat. So I always take that as a compliment. I'm like, that's right. I clean up the toilet. Always. Well, you know what I don't understand is so sometimes I, you know, get a couple drops on the, to- not on the seat, but on the, the porcelain part of the thing that the seat sits on. Right. Mm-hmm. And my wife complains about it. I'm like, well, why are you even lifting up the toilet seat? You know, you have no reason to pick that up. She goes, oh, there's pee on there. And I'm like, yeah, but it, why? You're, you don't even see it. Why are you why are you uh, exploring the toilet so much? Yes, I said. Well, how does that affect you? Well, it's gross. Yeah, it is gross, but guys are gross. You won't see it, and then it won't be gross. I, I agree with that, actually. But now she's got me trained, so now I wipe it off every time I like get some <laughs> dribbles on there. Oh, welcome to Pee Talk with Chris and Don. <laughs> Um, okay, well, let's uh, move on. Do the dad dad joke of the episode. 
dad jokes always i think my favorite this this one's good i like this one okay so what's black and white and goes around and around and around and around um i don't know what is black and white and goes around and around and around and around a penguin in a revolving door oh we don't have a sound effects yet so i'll just do them with my mouth they would do that though classic penguins yeah, you know, penguins are not very bright when they get in revolving doors. I mean, I always feel like an idiot every time I go inside a revolving door. That's, hey, that's know, the main reason I don't live in Manhattan. I, I could change the 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 um, punchline to Don in a tuxedo in a revolving door. Oh, there you go. I would be confused. So you got a fact of the day for us, Don? Oh, yes. Thank you. I do. My fact of the day is all about the uh, Y chromosome. So for listeners that have no idea how um, genders are made, um, the X chromosome comes from the mother and the dad produces either a Y chromosome or another X chromosome. So if you have two X's, you end up as a female and a X and a Y, you end up as a male. But anyway, this article or this fact, fact of the day, says that the Y chromosome allows a person to trace their paternal family history because this chromosome remains essentially unchanged as it is passed down through fathers in a family. So basically you can kind of trace back your lineage through your paternal side, which I thought was. Yeah. I remember reading that when I did that, when I did that ancestry test and they talked about that. Um, Of course I didn't pay much attention to it, but now what did you say? XX is a girl or a boy? A girl. Okay. So if you're a girl, how do you trace your lineage? I think you'd still have to go back to your father because that would be your next Y chromosome. Mm. And then it would show all the fathers above that. But if, but if, okay. (laughs) (laughs) If, If a woman sends her thing into ancestry, how do they get DNA out of that? Because... I guess that's DNA is different from chromosomes. I don't know. Uh, DNA is inside the chromosomes. Okay. So the chromosomes like uh, protect the DNA basically inside of the cells. Wow. You should be a teacher, Don. I mean, I've com- contemplated it once or twice. That'd be a good, a good uh, occupation. Good gig. Good occupation. Well, you know, yeah. I was thinking about your fact of the day. Okay, yeah. I came across the fact of the day. Oh, boy, here we go. This is a good one. Bigger babies have more sex as adults. So the bigger you are when you're born, which Mm -hmm. is not, this is misleading, because it sounds like the bigger you are when you're born, the more sex you're going to have, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you come out of that womb at nine pounds, you're like, I'm going to score. Yeah, time to get laid. I'm going to be hitting it. But um, in the article, they talk about, um, they did a study at Northwestern University, mm-hmm. and they followed 700 Filipino men from birth to their 20s. Oh, okay. I mean, what? We don't have men here we could follow? You had to go to the Philippines? Anyway, that's how I feel when, that's how I feel when uh, I see like a, an Australian actor doing an American accent in a movie. Yeah. I'm like, what? We don't have American actors? There you go. 
I doubt I doubt a lot of American actors go to Australia and make movies with an Australian accent. Anyway, I digress. Oh, that's an issue. I've never thought of that the other way around. I don't know. So they I guess they always to- come here because it's the Hollywood here. <laughs> You're right. We're digressing. Yes. Um, so anyway, they talk more about the good nutrition that they had in the first six months. The babies. The babies, yeah. So they yeah. grew up to be bigger, stronger, more testosterone. So hmm. they're uh, ready to hit it once they turn of age. He didn't quit it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So as the doctors say, those first six months affect everything. It comes afterwards. So dads, you have a baby, feed them a lot when they're babies. Make sure they get good nutrition, healthy stuff, and your son will grow up to be a stud. And you'll be a grandfather soon. Yes. That's that's the, the other side of the point that we don't talk about. So as we go on, it was Don's birthday on Sunday. Oh man, that was that was a good birthday celebration. Do you remember it at all? I do. I was I was joking with my wife about it because she kind of gave me some crap the next morning too. And she's like, Do you even remember what was going on? And I was like, Yes, I remember everything. I do remember that the um the ground that I was standing on had turned into jello uh, halfway through the night. So everything was very wobbly, but I definitely remember everything. So like, I remember everyone that came out talking to some coworkers. There was a couple of my coworker friends today that were like, Oh, sorry, I didn't make it this weekend. And I was like, it's okay. But they were like, how'd it go? And I was like, Oh, it was really fun. Like I was really glad everyone came out. Like you came out, Chris and a bunch of other people we hadn't really seen for a while. So yeah, it was I enjoyed time. just that everyone came like that was, and you know, I appreciated that. Um, but yeah, it was good. It's funny because Don, when I first met him, didn't drink. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, everybody became friends with him because he could always drive us home. Had he been a drinker back then, I don't know if we'd be friends right now. I'd have hung out with me. Yeah. But um, it's, it's strange. How long, how long have you been drinking now, Don? So I started drinking right before my second son was born. So probably about seven, eight years I've been drinking. Okay. So, so you know, you, you have to give Don some credit. He went all through college without being a drunk. Which And I did go to ASU, party school yes. number one. So can be done. And I doubt very few people can say that. That, hey, I went to college. I didn't have anything to drink. But- I enjoyed, I enjoyed being sober. I mean, I didn't, I didn't feel the pressure of having to drink, but. I think what it was was later on in my life when I got into my thirties and I, you know, we were pregnant with kid number two and I just, I don't know. I think it started weighing on me where I was like, why am I not drinking? You know, like everyone sort of talks about drinking to kind of like relax and kind of take that edge off and everything. And I was like, I'm an adult. Like I'm not really worried about any, I don't know, ill effects at this point. I mean, I think when you're maybe like a 15 or 16 year old kid and someone's handing you a beer, like there's a lot of pressure. You're a little bit like, whoa, I'm freaking out. But again, you know, like maybe this is the first drink that's going to lead to a drinking problem. So I didn't have that feeling in my 30s. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to have a drinking problem. I'm pretty established in my life. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say about you is, is, you know, I've been out several times with you drinking and Don's not really a... He's kind of a happy, happy-go-lucky drunk, um, and and not even too much of a drunk because even no. even I would say on most social outings, I'm kind of a one or two beer kind of guy. 
So this was definitely a lot of drinking for me this last weekend. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, what happened though. Cause every bar we went to went to four different bars and I probably had two or three beers at every bar. But I think what put me over the edge was thanks to you, Chris. What? Uh, Chris huh? went at one of the bars and bought me a shot. That's the problem. Shot, 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 shots. You should not be doing shots. And that's what I keep. I don't know why, but every couple of years I drink too much and shots are always involved. But I'm saying don't do shots. I'm going to be okay. You were, you were still in control and maintained and you weren't obnoxious like some people get when they yeah drink a lot yeah i agree i wasn't i wasn't taking swings at anyone i wasn't getting crazy it was crazy because then we ended up getting back and we had to go pick up the kids so i definitely remember uh my oldest was kind of looking at me like are you okay and again i'm just like i had a little too much to drink the floor is very wobbly but i'm fine you know but yeah i definitely like came home threw up a little bit and then went to bed. So it was good. It was fine. So, <laughs> there's nothing you don't know about Don is Don loves candy. Oh yeah. Dan is a candy addict. And most times when we, when it's his birthday, he'll get some candy from us. And I remember one year, didn't we get you some like chocolate covered ants? Yes. Yeah. Some, some, something like that. Some kind of like insect candy. Yeah. And one of those suckers with like a scorpion inside or something. But yeah, we always we always seem to get him candy when uh, when he has a birthday. So this time we were at the bar, and I asked the bartender. I said, "Hey, I need a shot for my friend. It's his birthday, and he loves candy." So she made him a shot called a sweet tart. And did it taste like a sweet tart, Don? It it was very it was very tasty. There was I mean it was one of those shots that you drink and you're just like, oh, there's no alcohol in this one. I mean it's just it's bad. Like it's it's a good bad. I mean, it's good that it's so yummy, but then it just goes down so easily that you're like, Ooh, that was dangerous. Yeah. So it was very good. Um, but at the same time, like, cause then later on, one of the bartenders bought me a shot, um, at one of the last places we were at. And again, he asked me like, Hey man, like it's your birthday. Can I get you a shot? And I was like, yeah. And in reality, I should have been like, no, you shouldn't. This is a bad idea. But well, to show you how to show you how married I am, you know, like most guys go out and and start drinking and start talking about football and, you know, strip clubs. I was exchanging uh, Instapot recipes with one of the girls in the party. (laughs) Chris, all about that Instapot life. That's when you know you're 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 too domesticated. That's our that's our next podcast. I'll be all about uh, Instapot. Okay. So I wanted to talk about something that I kind of have mixed feelings. I kind of teeter on whether this is good or bad. And that is to let your kids bring like a phone or an iPad to dinner with you. Mm -hmm. And on one side, I think that especially if maybe there's, you know, if it's just my wife and I, I'm kind of 50-50, but if we're going out with another couple and my kids are coming along, then definitely, because we're going to be talking about adult things and they're going to be bored. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and instead of having them sit there and have to listen to us, you know, talk about mortgage rates and you know, <laughs> yeah. prostate exams, 
um, I think it's good for them to have something to do. Um, on the other hand, my girls, when they bring their phones, we went out to dinner the other night um, and they both had their phones, both had their earphones, listening to music. And it's just my wife and I, and I'm like, you know, I should probably take their phones away and have them talk to us a little bit. Oh, because it was just, it was just the four of you, yeah. Yeah, it was just I, I'd, I'd agree. I get you. And then I get flashbacks because <laughs> when I was a kid, like uh, probably I don't know, young kid, young kid, below probably eight, younger than eight. Mm-hmm. My mom, who was kind of an alcoholic, <laughs> used me to take me to the bar with her, and I have to sit in the bar. For, you know like four hours while she sat there and drank and you know I, I remember how bored I was sometimes I'd you know they had a piano so sometimes I'd go and mess around on the piano or sometimes I'd talk to the adults or you know go to the payphone and see if there's any money in there that's how old I am yeah yeah you're phones. just kind of wandering how, around almost yeah and it was miserable and you know like mom come on let's go are we ready to go yet so, so I have some sympathy and want them to be entertained while we're eating. Although we do have one rule and that's when the food comes, you put your phone down. Yeah. Okay. I was so going to say, cause I, I just heard a story the other day from a coworker. She was out at a restaurant and she saw this family. And when the food came, the kid was still, and it sounded like kind of a young kid, maybe like a, a five-year-old or a seven-year-old or something, but the kid was literally staring like nose at the screen as the parent was like spooning in food for them oh my god and they were like <laughs> that's ridiculous like that's too far but it 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 doesn't sound like you've gone too far yet i mean you're not like spoon feeding your kids no well what do you do don because you don't really let them have a lot of electronic time so what do you do when you go out to dinner let's say just the four of you or if there mm-hmm. are some other adults like you know, um, Jen's sister or something or. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty interesting. Like I was, I, I was kind of thinking about this as you were kind of describing your situation. And I would say that when we go out, uh, to dinner or like we actually go out to breakfast probably once a week. Um, that's kind of like one of our spots going out to breakfast, but we, we almost, I don't know. I, I almost say like 99% of the time we don't, bring electronics there has been a few times where we're maybe out with uh grandma so it'll be like the four of us plus grandma and my youngest one will sometimes ask to play on her phone and so sometimes she'll she'll let him but it's kind of like what you said it's it's more of like while we're waiting for our food yeah um so it's maybe i don't know 10 15 20 minutes kind of thing it's not it's not the whole time and again he has to like you know look at the waitress and like, you know, put his order in and like, you know, put it away when the food comes. Um, my older one, his main electronic, which we totally allow is a, uh, Kindle. So he's got the, like the ebook. And so he'll bring that into restaurants and we don't have any problem with that. Um, and so sometimes he'll sit there with a book. My younger one is still pretty entertained with like kids menus. So he'll sit there and want to play tic-tac-toe or he'll do like some kind of coloring thing. Um, but I was going to, what I was also thinking is a lot of times when we go out with other people, there's oftentimes kids there. So sometimes when we go out, there are other kids. And so sometimes the kids kind of just have their own little 
conversations or maybe like one of the other kids brings the electronics. Yeah. And but so when there's my kids, kids and I, for sure, I won't let them have the electronics. Yeah. Like there, there was a time when uh, a bunch of us used to go to this place called the hungry monk because they had kids eat for free and there'd be like, what, three, six, nine, 10 kids. Yeah, it was a lot. With the Smiths and Vanessa's kids. And and then there's no problems because they're totally entertained. Yeah, they're all doing their own crazy, yeah, conversations and goofing yeah, around and but, stuff. Yeah, so I always, I always like debate over that. And I tried one time to get my daughter, because she gets her phone taken away quite often. And the younger one. Um, mm -hmm. So I bought her this book and it was like a book of, you know, like connect the dots and some word searches and some, oh, yeah. you know, puzzles and stuff. And that was good for about two meals out. And then she totally got bored of it. So I would, I mean, I mean, just to kind of devil's advocate though, I would throw this out there and say, I think with your girls, especially being older kids, I would almost say that they could uh, keep up in adult conversations. Like I would almost be willing to go that route um, because they are, you know, teens or almost teens, you know, I mean, I think that they could almost like maintain an adult conversation with they a group could, of adults in a way. They could, but they have no interest in doing that. Mm. And, you know, I was watching this, this show the other day called, White, I think it's called White Iris. Heard about that? I feel like I've heard the name, but I don't know anything else besides it's about that. A, it's about a resort in Hawaii and these families that go. But it, it, what what I was thinking of right now is this one family. She's kind of a big corporate executive that's well known because she's a, a woman's advocate, and her mm -hmm. husband. And then they have her their daughter. And her daughter's friend came with them and they were like probably 17 and they wanted to have nothing to do with the parents. <laughs> Everything the parents said was to them was stupid, you know? <laughs> so they, they, and that's how I figured my kids are going to be. Oh, like they're going to have no interest in whatever we're talking about. Yeah. Like talk or. Yeah. Like you're trying to maybe pull them into the conversation and they're just not having it. Yeah. There's some conversations we have and they're, you know, interested if we start talking about a, a a movie or singing star, you know, then then they kind of have a little bit of interest. But yeah, you know, usually when my wife and I go out to dinner with the kids, we're talking about her day, you know, what she had to do her day and what my job and her job, and they just have no interest in that whatsoever. <laughs> we have no idea how the bills get paid. We don't want to know what you do. We don't want to know how the sausage is made. <laughs> yeah, they just, they have no idea. So, so I'm just, like I said, I'm, if, if you're, you know, a parent and you have some views on this, please email us and let us know because I'm just curious what other opinions are. Here's a, here's a question again, just sort of like, I don't know, like maybe this is what a listener is wondering right now, but um, would there be an age or a situation, Chris, where you would see your kids not having uh, technology at dinner, almost like to a point where they're too old to have technology? I mean, again, the ones in high school, 
But I mean, is there a point where like you would go visit her like, you know, at college or something and she would still be just like on her device? Well, that would be different because with that, you know, if she was off to college, that means we haven't seen her for a while. We'd have Mm -hmm. stuff to talk about. Okay. But to answer your question, while they're still living at home, I think even when they're 20, they're going to be on their phones and texting and watching TikToks or whatever the Mm. flavor of the day is. Yeah. um, While they're at home. But yeah, if if they go away, then I think we'd have more to discuss and, you know, catch up. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wish I had electronics when I was a kid. I would have sat in that bar with my mom for another four hours. (laughs) You're like, I'm good. I'm good. This TikTok's very entertaining, mom. But I remember your kids when they didn't have electronics and we went, we went to watch a soccer game at a sports bar in the middle of the Uh day. Yeah. It was like a world cup. They Mm. were just... Peter was up and down and running across. There was, there was against the wall was a long wood bench and he was just running back and forth on the bench. And <laughs> Thomas was asking for money to play the video games. <laughs> they had like a little arcade there at the, yeah. At the restaurant. Yeah. So that was, that was challenging, but yeah. to me, I don't know. I think to me, it's, it's almost like such a rarity that we go out that I'm willing for them to just be like, I'm bored. And I'm like, fine, I don't care. Like be bored. I think, I think that's the motto I like with parenting is like kids nowadays expect to just never, never have to be bored. Like they should just be entertained all the time. And it's like, no, like you can be bored sometimes. Like that's okay. Like life's not always just entertaining. You know, you can sometimes just have moments where you're just like, I need something to do. And that's okay. Well, so. yeah, I guess, but I mean, I don't, yeah, <laughs> I have a lot of empathy because when I was a kid, you know, and I just, if my daughters are bored, I feel like I need to entertain them or find something to entertain them. I'd be like, you can have the conversation with us or you can, you know, or read a book. I mean, I don't know why, but to me, like, that's always been my parenting go-to. Like, if you really need something to do, there's always a book. And so to me, it's always just that thing of like, you know, at least your brain's getting bigger by reading a book. So, yeah. And it's, it's funny because like I said, I didn't read books when I was a kid and neither of my kids, I guess the 14 year old, she says she reads at night, but I don't know if she does or how much she reads. You should ask her what she's reading. No, I know she has the book there so I can see what she's reading, but yeah. She says, oh, yeah, I was reading. I go, read a book. And she goes, I was, I read. And I'm like, how much did you read, though? Did you read, mm-hmm. like, two pages? And then the other one, the young one, she she checks, went to the library the other day, checked two big books out. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Are you going to, you know, use those to, to sit on when the ground's hot or what? Because, <laughs> because she does not read at all. Oh, no. It's not so, her thing. Yeah. Well, and and she was home today and my wife said, okay. She said, I'm bored. I'm bored. And we wouldn't let her watch TV because it's a school day and she's supposed to be at school. Was she out sick or something? Well, we'll talk about that the next podcast. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Drama. Stay tuned, everybody. A lot of drama and most of the time, most of, the, of it is not her, which is very unusual. Oh. Huh. Um, but yeah, she... Uh, 
she stayed home today and my she said, I'm bored, I'm bored. And she was trying to do stuff and my wife said, sit down and read a book. <laughs> and I don't know how much she read because I, you know, my wife works down, my wife works from home every day except for Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And I work from home all the time, but I, my office is upstairs and she works in the dining room. So I don't know what's going on down there. All I hear is yelling, read a book. So oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if she read the book or whatever, but. Oh man, that, that's, that's hard when, and, and I know we talked about this earlier in last year with like the pandemic where, you know, you kind of forcing like the whole family to be stuck at home together, but. I feel like that's kind of the situation again, right? Where everyone's sort of at home together. That makes it hard. Yes, it makes it very difficult. <laughs> and I got two topics for next thing. And one of them is my kid, every time I'm out, the older one is, Dad, can you go by Starbucks and get me something? Oh, and Starbucks. Like, Six bucks a drink. Mm-hmm. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one thing. She was, we have these money accounts. I don't know if we talked about this, but there's this thing called school bucks. And you put money in and the kids can buy things in the cafeteria. They can buy their lunch. Oh, okay. This year is all free lunch. So they don't have to buy anything. But I had like $40 in the school bucks account. And I look at it the other day and there's like $3 in there. And I'm like, what? And... <laughs> I looked at the thing and she's buying these ice, you know, those drinks, ice. Oh yeah. 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 She's buying those for like two seventy five a piece every day. Sometimes two of them. And I'm like, what are you doing? And my wife's like, do you know, I can get a whole case of those dollars. (laughs) (laughs) I'll buy you a case of them and you can just take them to school with you. It's not the same. It tastes better when you buy it from the school. Yeah, no kidding. Huh? She wasn't buying like, you know, I didn't see anything like salad or, you know, hamburger or whatever. It's all just uh, drinks. Like the soda drink things. Yeah. yeah and like bottles of water for a buck fifty. Oh, man. I'm like, <laughs> and I told her, I said, I cut her off. I'm just, well, I get thirsty. And I'm like, yeah, there's drinking fountains. <laughs> Take a bottle of water from the house. Come on. You'll be okay. You'll live. Kid. I promise. Jeez damn kids all right well we better uh shut down now because it's getting late and i have to get my beauty sleep <laughs> you so, guys don't uh, see what i see yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank y'all for listening thank y'all i turned southern there for a minute um if you like our podcast go ahead and subscribe there's like i don't know 15 places we're on itunes um and all those other ones I can't think of right now. We're everywhere, people. Everywhere. You can't turn a dial without hearing us talk about our kids. Um, and if you like the show, you can buy us a beer at buymeabeer.com slash daddy dilemmas. You can put a dollar in there and when we get like five or ten of you, we can actually buy a beer because we hey. can spend some beers. I actually just ran out of my beer. So see. I need another one. And also, if you need a cool T-shirt for your dad or yourself or your mom, your cat, whatever, just go to a uh, Hogfish Tees T E E T E E S dot com Hogfish Tees, 
And guess what? Take 20% off your order by using the code I a dad. I'm a dad. What a deal. What a deal. A dad. <laughs> At checkout. Dads love to save money. They do. Uh, so if you are a daddy with a dilemma or even a mommy in a mess, uh, maybe you've got some good questions for us. You have some amazing advice that we need to know, or you just want to join us on the show for an episode, uh, get in contact with us two ways. You can email us. Uh, our email is dads at hogfishstudios.com dads at hogfishstudios.com. Or you can find us on the Facebook at daddy dilemmas podcast, daddy dilemmas podcast. We're on the Facebook the facebook all right until next time be strong dads that's out